Ulysses by James Joyce, section 18a. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lauren Costanza, Jack Evans, Jennifer Hilkauker, Krista Manning, Kara Repert, Dan Weber, and Cassandra Westover. Yes. Yes. yes, because, because he, he never did a thing like that before, as asked to get his breakfast in bed with a couple of eggs. Couple of eggs. Since the City Arms Hotel, when he used to be pretending to be laid up with a sick voice. Doing, doing his kindness to make himself interesting for that old faggot, Mrs. Reardon. That he thought he had a great leg. That he thought he had a great leg of, and she never left us far away. All for masses. All for masses. For herself and her soul. Greatest miser ever was. Actually afraid to lay out 4D for her methylated spirit. Telling me all her ailments. She had too much old chat in her. About politics and earthquakes and the end of the world. Let us have a bit of fun. God help the world if all the women were her sort. Down on base. Bathing suits and loners. Of course, nobody wanted her to wear them. Suppose she was pious because no man would look at her twice. I hope I'll, I hope I'll never be like that. I wonder she didn't want us to cover our faces. But she was a well-educated woman, certainly, and her gabby talk about Mr. Reardon here and Mr. Reardon's there. I suppose he was glad to get shut of her. And her dogs smelling my fur and always edging to get up under my petticoat. Especially then. Still, I like that in him. Polite to old women like that. Waiters and beggars, too. He's not proud out of nothing, but not always. If ever he got anything really serious the matter with him, it's much better for them to go into a hospital where everything is clean. But I suppose I'd have to bring it into him for a month. Yes, and then we'd have a hospital nurse next thing on the carpet. Have him staying there till they throw him out, or a nun maybe. Like the smutty photo he has. She's as much a nun as I am not. Yes, 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 because they're so weak and puling when they're sick and they want a woman to get well. They want a woman to get well. If his nose bleeds, you'd think it was, oh, tragic. And that dying-looking one off the South Circular, when he sprains his foot at the choir party at the Sugarloaf Mountain the day I wore that dress. Miss Stack bringing him flowers, the worst old ones she could find at the bottom of the basket. Anything at all to get into a man's bedroom. Her old maid's voice trying to imagine he was dying on account of her, to never see that face again. Though he looked more like a man with his beard a bit grown. In the bed, father was the same. Besides, I hate bandaging and dosing. When he cut his toe with the razor, pairing corns, afraid he'd get blood poisoning. But if it was a thing I was saying, then we'd see what only, of course, the woman hides it not to give all the trouble they do. Yes, he came somewhere, I'm sure, by his appetite. Anyway, love it's not, or he'd be off his feet thinking of her. So either it was one of those night women, if it was down there he was really, and the hotel story he made up, a pack of lies to hide it, planning it. Hines kept me. Who did I meet? Oh, yes, I, oh, yes, I yes, met. I Do you remember Menton? Do you remember Menton? Who else? Who let me see that big baby face? I saw him, and he not long married, flirting with a young girl at Pool's Miriorama, and turned my back on him. I turned my back on him, and slinked out, looking quite conscious. What harm? But he had the impudence to make up to me one time. Well done to him, love almighty in his boiled eyes. All the big stupas I ever met. And that's called a solicitor only, right? 
or my own bed. bed. Or else, if it's not, it's not that, that it's some little bitch or other who got in with somewhere or picked up on the slide. If they only knew him as well as I do. If they only knew him as well as I do. Yes, because the day before yesterday, he was scribbling something, a letter. letter. When I came into the front room to show him Dignam's death in the paper, as if something told me, and he covered it up with the blotting paper, pretending to be thinking about business. So very probably that was it, to somebody, so somebody who thinks she has a softy in him. Because all men get a bit like that at his age especially getting on to 40. He is now. So as to wheedle any money she can out of him. No fool like an old fool. Then usual kissing my bottom was to hide it. But I care two straws now who he doesn't with. I knew before that. I'd like to find out so long as I don't have the two of them under my nose all the time like that slut. That Mary we had in Ontario Terrace patting out her false bottom to excite him bad enough to get the smell of those painted women off him. Once or twice I had a suspicion by getting him to come near me when I found the long hair on his coat. Without that one, without that one, when I went into the kitchen pretending he was drinking water, one woman is not enough for them. It was all his fault. Servants and proposing that she could eat at our table on Christmas Day, if you please. Oh no, thank you. Not in my house. Stealing my potatoes and the oysters. Two six per dozen. Going out, going out to see her aunt. aunt. If you please. Common robbery so But I was sure he had something on with that one. It takes me to find out a thing like that, he said. You have no you have proof, no proof it was her. Her aunt was very fond of oysters. Very fond of oysters. But I told her what I thought of her. Suggesting me to go out to be alone with her. I wouldn't lower myself to spy on them. The garters I found in her room the Friday she was out, that was enough for me. A little bit too much. Her face swelled up on her with temper when I gave her her week's notice. I saw to that. I saw to that. Better do without them altogether. Do out the rooms myself. Quicker only for the damn cooking and throwing out the dirt. I gave it to him anyhow. Either she or the house. I couldn't even touch him if I thought he was with a dirty, barefaced liar and sloven like that one. Denying it up to my face and singing about the place in the WC, too. Because she knew she was too well off. Yes, because he couldn't possibly do without it that long. So he must do it somewhere. And the last time he came on my bottom, when was it? Boylan gave my hand. Boylan gave my hand a great squeeze, going along by the token in my hand. There steals another. I just pressed the back of his like that. the back of his like that with my thumb to squeeze back singing. Young May Moon, she's beaming love because he has an idea about me. He's not such a fool. I'm dining out. He said I'm dining out, going to the gaiety. Though I'm not going to give him the satisfaction. In any case, God knows. He's a change, in a way, not to be always, to be always wearing, wearing the same old hat, hat, unless I paid some nice-looking boy to do it, since I can't do it myself. A young boy would like me. I'd confuse him a little, alone with him. If we were, I'd let him see my garters, new ones, and make him turn red looking at him, seduce him. I know what boys feel with that down in their cheek, doing that frigging drawing out the thing by the hour, question and answer. Would you do this, that, and the other with the whole Coleman? Yes. With the bishop? With the bishop? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Because I told him about some dean or bishop was sitting beside me in the Jews' temple's gardens when I was knitting that woolen thing. A stranger to Dublin. A place was it. And so on about the monuments. And he tired me out with statues, encouraging
encouraging him, making him worse than he is. Who is your mind now? Tell me who you think. Who is it? Tell me his name. Tell me his name. The German emperor? Who is the German emperor? Yes. Imagine him. Think of him. Can you feel him trying to make a horror of him? Trying to make a horror of him? Trying to make a horror of him? to give it up now at his age of his life. Simply ruination for any woman, and no satisfaction. Pretending to like it till he comes, and then finish it off myself anyway. That makes your lips. It makes your lips pale. Anyhow, it's done now, once and for all, with all the talk of the world about it. People make it's only the first time. After that, it's just the ordinary do it and think no more about it. Why can't you kiss a man without going and marrying him first? You sometimes love too wildly when you feel that way. So nice all over you. You can't help yourselves. I wish some man or other would take me there and kiss me in his arms. There's nothing like a kiss. Long and hot down to your soul, almost paralyzes you. Then I hate that confession when I used to go to Father Corrigan. He touched me, Father. And what harm if he did? Where? And I said, on the canal bank, like a fool. But whereabouts on your person, my child? On the leg behind. High up, was it? Yes, rather high. Yes, rather high up. Was it where you sit down? Sit down, yes, oh Lord. Couldn't he say bottom right out and have done with it? What has that got to do with it? And did you... Whatever did you, you put it, and I forget. Whatever. No, Father. And I always think of the real Father. What did he want to know for when I already confessed it to God? He had a nice fat hand, the palm moist always. I wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind feeling it. Neither would he, I'd say. By the bull neck in his horse collar, I wonder, did he know me in the box? I could see his face. He couldn't see mine. Of course, he'd never turn or let on. Still, his eyes were red when his father died. They're lost for a woman, of course. Must be terrible when a man cries, let alone them. I'd like to be embraced by one in his vestments, and the smell of incense off him like the Pope. Besides, there's no danger with a priest if you're married. He's too careful about himself. Then give something to his holiness, the Pope, for a penance. I wonder, was he satisfied with me? One thing I didn't like was laughing behind going away so familiarly in the hall. Though I laugh, though I laugh, I'm not a horse or an ass. I I wonder, is he awake thinking of me or dreaming? Am I in it? Who gave him that flower he said he bought? He smelled of some kind of drink. Not whiskey or stout, or perhaps the sweetie kind of paste they stick their bills up with. Stick their bills some up with. Some liqueur I'd like to sip. Those rich-looking green and yellow expensive drinks. Those stay-store Johnny's drinks. The opera hats I tasted once with my finger dead of that American that had the squirrel. Talking stamps with father. He had all he could do to keep himself from falling asleep after the last time. After we took the port and potted they had a fine they salty had a fine taste. Salty taste. Yes. yes, because I felt lovely and tired myself, and fell asleep as sound as a top the moment I popped straight. Till that thunder woke me up. Till that thunder woke me up. God be merciful to us, I thought. The heavens were coming down about us to punish us. When I blessed myself and said a hail mary like those awful thunderbolts, like those awful thunderbolts in Gibraltar, as if the world was coming to an end. And then they come and tell you there's no God. What could you do? Rushing and rushing.
information about only make an act of contrition. Only make an act the candlelight lit that evening in Whitefriars Street Chapel for the month of May. See, it brought its luck. Though he'd scoff, though he'd scoff if he heard, because he never goes to church mass or meeting. He says, "Your soul, your soul, you have no soul inside. Only brain because he doesn't know what it is to have." Yes, when I lit the lamp, because he must have come three or four times with that tremendous big red brute of a thing he has. I thought the vein or whatever the dickens they call it was going to burst. So his nose is not so big. After I took off all my things with the blinds down, after my hours dressing and perfuming and combing, it like iron or some kind of thick crowbar standing all the time. He must have eaten oysters. He must have eaten oysters. I think a few dozen. In great singing voice. Oh, I never in all my life felt anyone had one the size of that. To make you feel full up. up. You must have eaten a whole sheep. After what's the idea of making us like that? With a big hole, a big hole in the middle of us, or like a stallion driving it up into you. Because that's all. Because that's all they want out of you. With that determined, vicious look in his eye. I had to half shut my eyes. Still, he hasn't such a tremendous amount of spunk in him. When I made him pull out, I So much the better in case any of it wasn't washed out properly. The last time I let him finish it in me. Nice invention they made for women. For him to get all the pleasure. But if someone gave them a touch of it themselves, they'd know what I went through with Millie. Nobody would believe cutting your teeth too. And Mina Purefoy's husband. Mina Purefoy's husband. Give us a swing out of your whiskers, filling her up with a child. Twins once a year, as regular as the clock. Always with always with a smell of children off her. The one they called budgers or something. Like a nigger with a shock of hair on it. Jesus, Jack, the child of the black. The last time I was there, I was falling over, falling over, falling over. Here, you couldn't hear. Your ears supposed to be healthy, not satisfied till they have us swollen out like elephants, or I don't know what. Supposing I risked having another not off him, though still, if he was married, I'm sure he'd have a fine, strong child. But I don't know. Poldy has more spunk in him. Yes, that'd be awfully jolly. I suppose it was meeting Josie Powell and the funeral. And thinking about me and Boylan set him off. Well, he can well, think what he likes what now. He likes that'll, now. Do, him that'll do him any good. I know they were spooning a bit when I came on the scene. Dancing and he was dancing. He was dancing and sitting out with her the night of Georgina Simpson's housewarming. And then he wanted to ram it down my neck. It was on account of not liking to see her a wallflower. That was why we had the stand-up row over politics. He began it, not me. When he said about our Lord being a carpenter, at last he made me cry. Of course, a woman was so sensitive about everything. I was fuming with myself. Was fuming with myself after forgiving him. Only for I knew he was gone on me. And the first socialist he said he was. He annoyed me so much. I couldn't put him into a temple. He mixed up things, especially about the body and the inside. I often wanted to study up that myself. What we have inside us. And that family position. I always hear his voice talking when his room was crowded, and watch him. After that, I pretended I had a coolness on with her over him, because he used to be a bit on the jealous side. Whenever he asked, who are you going to? And I said, over to Flowey, and he made me the present of Byron's poems and the three pairs of gloves. So that finished that.
I could quite easily get him to make it up any time. I know how I'd... Even supposing he got in with her again and was going out to see her somewhere. I'd know if he refused to eat the onions. I know plenty of ways. Ask him to tuck down the collar of my blouse, or touch him with my veil and gloves on. Going out, I kiss, then would send them all spinning. However, however, all right, we'll see then. Let him go to her. She, of course, would only be too delighted to pretend she's mad in love with That I wouldn't so much mind. I wouldn't so much I just go to her and ask her, do you love him? And look her square in the eyes. But he, he might fool me. But he, he might imagine, imagine he was and make a declaration to her with his plabbery kind of a manner like he did to me. Though I had the devil's own job to get it out of him, though. I liked him for that. It showed he could hold, hold in to be got for the asking. He was on the top of asking me, too, the night in the kitchen. I was rolling the potato cake. There's something I want to say to you. Only for I put him off when I was in temper with my hands and arms full of pasty In any case, I let out too much the night before, talking of dreams, so I didn't want to let him know more than was good for him. She used to be always embracing Josie, whenever he was there, meaning him, of course, glomming me over. And when I said I washed up and down as far as possible, asking me, did you wash possible? The women were always putting it on thick when he's there. They know by his sly eye blinking a bit. Putting on the indifferent when they come out with something. The kind he is. Kind he is. What spoils him, I don't wonder in the least. Because he was very handsome at that time, trying to look like Lord Byron. I said I liked him. He was too beautiful for a man. And he was a little before we got engaged. Afterwards, though, she didn't like it so much. Day I was in fits of laughing with the giggles. I couldn't stop about all my hairpins falling out. All my hairpins falling out one after another with the mass of hair I had. You're always in great humor, she said. Yes, because it rigged her. Because she knew what it meant. Because I used to tell her a good bit of what went on between us. Not all, but just enough to make her mouth. That wasn't my fault. She didn't dark door much after we were married. Why know what she's got like now after living with that dotty husband of hers? She had her face beginning to look drawn and run down the last time I saw her. It must have just been after a row with him, because I saw in the moment she was edging to draw down a conversation about husbands and talk about him to run him down. What was it she told me? Oh, yes, yes. Sometimes he used to go to bed with his muddy boots on when the maggot takes him. Just imagine having to get into bed with a thing like that. That might murder you any moment. What a man. Well, it's not the one way everyone goes mad. It's not the one way everyone does. Always wipes his feet on the mat when he comes in wet or shine, and always blacks his own boots too. And he always takes off his hat when he comes up, he comes up in the street like then. And now he's going about in slippers for ten thousand pounds for a postcard. Oh, sweetheart, May, wouldn't a thing like that simply bore you stiff to extinction? Actually, too stupid even to take his boots off. Now, what, now, what could you make of a man like that? I'd rather die 20 times over than marry another of their sex. Of course, he'd never find another woman like me to put up with him the way I do. No, me, come sleep with me. Yes, and he knows that too at the bottom of his heart. Take that Mrs. Maybrick that poisoned her husband. For what I wonder, in love with some other man. Yes, it was found out on her. Wasn't she the downright villain to go and do a thing like that? Of course, some men can be dreadfully aggravated, dreadfully mad, and know is the worst word in the world. What do they ask us to marry them for if we're so bad as all that comes to? Yes, because they can't get on without us. 
White arsenic she put in his tea. Flypaper, wasn't it? I wonder why they call it that. If I asked him, he'd say it's from the Greek. Leave us as we were before. She must have been madly in love with the other fellow to run the chance of being hanged. Oh, she didn't care. If that was her nature, what could she do? Besides, they're not brutes enough to go and hang them. Surely are they? Surely are they? Surely are they? They're all, They're all so, so different. Boylan talking about the shape of my foot. He noticed it once, even before he was introduced. When I was in the DBC with Poli laughing and trying to listen, I was waggling my foot. We both ordered two teas and plain bread and butter. I saw him looking with his two old maids and sisters and I stood up and asked the girl where it was. What do I care? out of me. And that black clothes breaches me. And that black clothes breaches me by half hour to let them down. Wetting all myself. Always with some brand new fad every other week. Such a long one I did. I forgot my suede gloves on the seat behind, and I never got after some robber of a woman, and he wanted me to put it in the Irish Times. Lost in the Ladies' Laboratory, DBC, Dame Street. Find a return to Mrs. Marion Bloom, and I saw his eyes on my feet going out through the turning door. He was looking when I looked back, and I went there for tea two days after in the hope that he wasn't now. How did that excite him? Because I was crossing them when we were in the other room first. He meant the shoes that are too tight to walk in. My hand is nice like that. If I only had a ring, a stone for my month, a nice aquamarine, I'll stick him for one. And a gold bracelet. I don't, I don't like my foot so much. Still, I made him spend once with my foot. The night I had Goodman's botch up at the concert, so cold and windy it was. Well, we had that rum in the house to mall, and the fire. It wasn't blackout when he asked to take off my stockings, lying on the hearth rug in Lombard Street, West. And another time, it was my muddy boots. He'd like me to walk in all the horses dung I could find. But of course, he's not natural like the rest of the world that I... What did he say? I could give nine points and ten to Caddy Lanner and Peter. What does that mean? I asked him. I forget what he said, because the stockmaster edition just passed, and the man with the curly hair and the Luke and Derry that's so polite. I think I, I saw his face somewhere. I noticed his face was in the butter. So I took my time. Bartell Darcy, too, that he used to make fun of. When he commenced kissing me on the choir stairs after saying Gunadzapasaria, what are we waiting for? Oh, my heart. Kiss me straight on the brow and part, which is my brown part. He was pretty hot for all his tinny voice, too. My, my low notes, he was always raving about, if you can believe him. I like the way he used his mouth. And then he said, I don't see anything so terrible about it. I'll tell him about that someday. Not now. And surprise him, I. And I'll take him there and show him the very place, too, we did it. So now there you are. Like it or lump it. He thinks nothing can happen without him knowing. He had an idea about my mother till we were engaged. Otherwise, he'd never have got me so cheap as he did. He was ten times worse himself, anyhow, begging me to give him a tiny bit cut off my drawers. That was the evening coming along Kenilworth Square. He kissed me in the eye of my glove, and I had to take it off, asking me questions. Is it permitted to inquire the shape of my bedroom? So I let him keep it as if I forgot it. To think of it, when I saw him slip it into his pocket, of course, he's mad on the subject of drawers. That's plain to be seen. Always skeezing at those brazen-faced things on the bicycles with their skirts blowing up to their navels. Even when Millie and I were out, we were 
It was impossible to be more respectful. Nobody should say you're out. You have to peep out through the blind like a messenger boy. Today I thought it was a put-off first, him sending the port and peaches first, and I was just beginning to yawn with nerves thinking he was trying to make a fool of me, when I knew it was a tatterat at the door. He must have been a bit late because it was quarter after three when I saw the two Daedalus girls coming from school. I never know the time. Even that watch he gave me never seems to go properly. I'd want to get it looked after. When I threw the penny to that lame sailor for England, when I was whistling Home and Beauty, there is a when I was whistling, there is a charming girl that I hadn't even put on my clean shirt or powdered myself or a thing. Then this day, week, to go to Belfast. Just as well he has to go to Ennis. His father's anniversary, the 27th. Wouldn't be pleasant if he did. Suppose our rooms, rooms at the hotel were beside each other and any fooling went on in the new bed. I couldn't tell him to stop and not bother me with him in the next room, or perhaps some Protestant clergyman with a cough knocking on the wall, and he'd never believe the next day we didn't do something. It's all very well, a husband, but you can't fool a lover. And for me telling him we never did anything, of course he didn't believe me. Now it's better he's going where he is. Besides, it always happens with him. The time going to the Molo concert at Maryborough. Ordering, ordering boiling soup, soup for the two of us, then the bell rang out. He walks down the platform with the soup splashing about, taking spoonfuls of it. Hadn't he the nerve? And the waiter after him making a holy show of a screeching and confusion for the engine to start. But he wouldn't pay till he finished it. The two gentlemen in the third-class carriage said he was quite right. So he was, too. He's so pig-headed sometimes when he gets a thing into his head. A good job. He was able to open the carriage door with his knife. I suppose that was done out of revenge on him. I suppose that was done out of revenge on him. Oh, I love jaunting in a train or a car with lovely soft cushions. I wonder, will he take a first class for me? He might want to do it in the train by tipping the guard well. No, I suppose there'll be the usual idiots of men gaping at us, with their eyes as stupid as ever they can possibly be. That was an exceptional man, that common workman that left us alone in the carriage that day going to house. Like to find out something about him. Tunnels, tunnels, then you have to look out of the window. All the nicer than coming back. Suppose I never came back. What would they say? Eloped with him. That gets you on on the stage. The last concert I sang afterwards over a year ago. Over a year ago. When was it? St. Teresa's Hall, Clarendon Street. Little chits of Missy's they have now singing. Kathleen Carney and her like on account of father being in the army. And my singing the absent minded beggar and wearing a brooch for Lord Roberts when I had the map of it all. And polling not Irish. Was it him managed at this time? I wouldn't put it past him. Like he got me on to sing in the stop at Mater by going around saying he was putting lead kindly light to music. I put him up to that. Till the Jesuits found out he was a Freemason. Thumping the piano. Lead thou me on. Copied from some old opera. Yes. And he was going about with some of them. Sinner Fen lately, or whatever they call themselves. Talking his usual trash and nonsense. He says that little man you showed me about the neck is very intelligent. The coming man Griffin. Is he well?
He doesn't look it, that's all I can say. Still, it must have been him. He knew there was a boycott. I hate the mention of their politics after the war that Pretoria and Ladysmith and Bloemfontein, where Gardner Lieutenant Stanley G. 8th Battalion, 2nd East Lancashire Regiment of Enteric Fever. He was a lovely fellow in khaki, just the right height. I'm sure he was brave. I'm sure he was brave, too. He said I was lovely the evening we kissed goodbye at the canal lock. My Irish beauty. He was pale with excitement about going away, or we'd be seen from the road. He couldn't stand properly, and I so hot as I never felt. They could have made their peace in the beginning, or old Oloom Paul and the rest of the other old Krugers go and fight it out between them. Instead of dragging on for years, killing any fine-looking men there were with their fever. If he was, if he was even decently shot, it wouldn't have been so bad. I'd love to see a regiment pass a review. The first time I saw the Spanish cavalry at La Roque, it was lovely. After looking across the bay from Algeciras, all the lights of the rock like fireflies, or those sham battles on the 15 acres, the black watch with their kilts and time at the march past the 10th hazards, the Prince of Wales' owner, the Lancers. Oh, the Lancers, Or the Dublin that went to His father made his money over selling the horses for the Cavalry. Now he could buy me a nice present up in Belfast after what I gave him. They have lovely linen up there. Or one of those nice kimono things. I must buy a mothball like I had before to keep in the drawer with them. It would be exciting going around with them shopping, buying those things in the new city. Better leave this ring behind. Want to keep turning and turning to get it over the knuckle there. Or they might bell it round the town in their papers or tell the police on me. But they'd think we're married. Oh, let them all go and smother themselves for the fat lot I care. He has plenty, plenty of money. He's not a he's not American. American. Somebody, Somebody, Somebody better get out of here. If I could find out whether he likes me. I looked a bit washy, of course. When I look close in the hand glass, powdering, a mirror never gives you the expression. Besides, scrooching down on me like that all the time with his big hip bones. He's heavy, too, with his hairy chest for this heat. Always having to lie down for them. Better for him to put it into me from behind, the way Mrs. Maschansky told me her husband made her, like the dogs do it, and stick out her tongue as far as ever she could. And he's so quiet and mild with his tingating sither. Can you ever be up to men? The way it takes them. Lovely stuff in that blue suit he had on. And stylish tie and socks with the sky blue silk things on them. He's certainly well off. I know by the cut his clothes have and his heavy watch. But he was like a perfect devil for a few minutes after he came back to the stoppers. Tearing up all the blazes because he lost 20 He said he lost over that outsider that won. And half he put on for me on account of Lennon's hip. Cursing hip. Cursing him to the lowest pits, that sponger. He was making free with me after the Glencree dinner, coming back. That long jolt over the featherbed mountain after. The Lord Mayor looking at me with his dirty eyes. Val Dillon, the heathen. I first noticed him at dessert when I was cracking the nuts with my teeth. I wished I could have picked every morsel of that chicken out of my so tasty and browned and tender as anything. Only for I didn't want to eat everything on my plate. Those forks and fish slicers were hallmark silver, too. 
I, I wish I had some. I could, I could easily have slipped, slipped a couple, a couple into my muff when I was playing with them, then always hanging out of them for money in a restaurant for the bit you put down your throat. We have to be thankful for our mangy cup of tea itself as a great compliment to be noticed in the way the world is divided. In any case, if it's going to go on, I want at least two other good chemises for one one. And, but I don't know what kind of drawers he likes. Drawers he likes, not at all, I think. Didn't he say? Yes. And half the girls in Gibraltar never wore them either. Naked as God made them. That Andalusian singing her Manola. She didn't make much secret of what she hadn't. Yes, and the second pair of silkette stockings is laddered after one day's wear. I could have brought them back to brought them back to the lures this morning and kicked up a row and made that one change them. Only not to upset myself and run the risk of walking into him and ruining the whole thing. And one of and those, those kid-fitting corsets Advertised cheap and the gentleman. With elastic gores in the hips. He saved the one I have, but that's no good. What did they say they give a delightful figure line? 11-6, obviating that unsightly broad appearance across the lower back to reduce flesh. My belly is a bit too big. I'll have to knock off the stout at dinner. Or am I getting too fond of it? The last they sent from O'Rourke's was as flat as a pancake. He makes his money easy. Larry, they call him. The old mangy parcel he sent at Christmas. A cottage cake and a bottle of hogwash he tried to palm off as claret that he couldn't get anyone to drink. God spare his spit for fear he'd die of the drought. Or I must do a few breathing exercises. I wonder if is that anti-fat any good. Might overdo it. The thin ones are not so much the fashion. Now garters, that much I have. The violet pair I wore today. That's all he bought me out of the check he got on the first. Oh no, there was the face lotion I finished the last of yesterday that made my skin like new. I told him over and over again, get that made up in the same place and don't forget it. God only knows whether he did after all I said to him. I'll know by the bottle anyway. If not, I suppose I'll only have to wash in my piss like beef tea or chicken soup with some of that apoponax and violet. I thought it was fine to look coarse and hold a bit. The skin underneath is much finer where it peeled off there on my finger after the burn. It's a pity it isn't all like that. And the four paltry handkerchiefs, about six in all. Sure you can't get on in this world without style. All going in food and rent. When I get it, I'll lash it around. I tell you, in fine style. I always want to throw a handful of tea into the pot. Measuring and mincing if I buy a pair of old brogues itself. Do you like those new shoes? Yes, how much were they? I have no clothes at all. The brown costume and the skirt and jacket and the one at the cleaners. Three. What's that for any woman? Cutting up this old hat and patching up the other. The men won't look at you, and the women try to walk on you because they know you've no man. Then with all the things getting dearer every day for the four years more I have of life up to 35. What am I at all? No, I'm... What am I at all? I'll be 33 in September. Will I? Will I? What? Oh, look at that Mrs. Mrs. She's much older than me. I saw her when I was out last week. She was a lovely she was a lovely woman. Magnificent head of hair on her, down to her waist, tossing it back like that, like Kitty O'Shea in Grantham Street. First thing I did every morning to look across, see her combing it as if she loved it and was full of it. Pity I only got to know her the day before we left. And then Mrs. Langtree, the Jersey Lily the Prince of Wales was in love with. I suppose he's like the first man going the roads, only for the name of a king. 
They're all, They're all made, made one way. way. Only, Only black man did. Like to try. A beauty of, a beauty of what, was she, what was she, five? There was some funny story about the jealous old husband. What was it at all? An, an oyster knife? He went... No, he made her wear a kind of tin thing round her. And the Prince of Wales. Yes, he had the oyster knife. Can't be true a thing like that. Can't be true a thing like that. Like some of those books he brings me. The works of Master Francois somebody. Supposed to be a priest. About a child born out of her ear because her bum gut fell out. Right. A nice word for any priest to write. And her A blank blank E. As if any fool would know what that meant. I hate, I hate that, that pretending of all things, things. with that, that old blackguard's face, face on him. Anybody can see it's not true. And that, and that ruby in fair tartness he brought me that twice. I remember when I came to page 50, the part about where she hangs him up out of a hook with a cord flagellate. Sure, there's nothing for him in that. All invention. Made up about drinking the champagne out of her slipper after the ball was over. Like the infant Jesus in the crib at inch and core in the bloodless virgin's arms. Sure, no woman could have a child that big taken out of her. And I thought first it came out of her side, because how could she go to the chamber when she wanted to go to the chamber when she originally? Of course she felt honored. His royal highness was in Gibraltar. He was in Gibraltar the year I was born. I bet he found the land there too when he planted the tree. Planted more than that in his time. More than that in his time. He might have planted me too if he'd come a bit sooner. Then I wouldn't be here as I am. He ought to chuck that Freeman with the paltry few shillings he knocks out of it. And go into an office or something where he'd get regular pay. Or a bank where they could put him up on a throne to count the money all the day. Of course, he prefers plottering about the house. So you can't start with him any side. What's your program today? I wish he'd even smoke a pipe like father to get the smell of a man. Or pretending, or pretending to be mooching about for advertisements when he could have been in Mr. Cuff still. Only for what he did then. Sending me to try and patch it up. I could have got him promoted there to be the manager. Gave me a great rata once or twice. First he was as stiff as the mischief. Really and truly, Mrs. Bloom. Only I felt rotten simply with the old wettishy dress that I lost the leaves out of the tails with no But they're coming into fashion. But they're coming into fashion. I bought it simply to please him. I knew it was no good by the finish. Pity I changed my mind of going to sodden bums, as I said, and not leaves. It was just like the shop itself, rummage sale. A lot of trash. I hate those rich shops. Get on your nerves. Nothing kills me altogether. Only he thinks he knows a great lot about woman's dress and cooking. Mathering everything he can off the shelves into it. If I went by his advice, if I went by his advice, every blessed hat I put on, does that suit me? Yes. Take that. That's all right. The one like a wedding cake standing up miles off my head? He said suited me. Or the dish cover one coming down on my backside, on pins and needles, about the shop girl and that place in Grafton Street I had the misfortune to bring him into. And she as insolent as ever she could be, with her smirk, saying, I'm afraid we're giving you too much trouble. What she's there for? But I stared it out of her, as he was awfully stiff, and no wonder. But he changed the second time he looked. Poldy pig-headed, as usual, like the soup. 
but I could see him looking very hard at my chest when he stood up to open the door for me. It was nice of him to show me out in any case. I'm extremely sorry, Mrs. Bloom, believe me, without making it too marked the first time after him being insulted and me being supposed to be his wife. I know my chest was out that way. I know my chest was out that way at the door when he said I'm extremely sorry, and I'm sure you were. Yes, I think yes, yes, I'm a bit firmer sucking them like that so long. You made me thirsty. Pity easy call. Pity easy call. I had to laugh. Yes, this one. Yes, this one. Anyhow, sit in the middle. That's the least thing. I'll get him to keep that up. And I'll take those eggs beaten up with Marsala. Fatten them out for him. What are all those veins and things? Curious, curious the way it's made. Two the same in case of twins. They're supposed, They're supposed to represent beauty. Placed up there like those statues in the museum. What are they pretending to hide it in their hand? hand. Are they so beautiful? Of course, of course compared with what a man looks like, with his two bags full and his other thing hanging down out of him, or sticking up at you like a hat rack. No wonder they hide it with a cabbage leaf. The disgusting Cameron Highlander behind the meat market, and that other wretch with the red head behind its sleeve, the fish statue of the fish used to be. When I was passing, when I was passing, pretending he was pissing, standing out for me to see it with his baby clothes up to one side. Queen's own. They were nice. They were a nice lot. It's well the Surrey's relieved them. They're always trying to show it to you. Every time, nearly. I passed outside the men's greenhouse near Hart Street Station just to try some fellow or other trying to catch my eye, as if it was one of the seven wonders of the world. Oh, and the stink of those rotten places. The night coming home with Poldy after the Comerford's party. Oranges and lemonade to make you feel nice and watery. I went into one of them. It was so biting cold I couldn't keep it. When was that? Ninety-three. The canal was frozen. Yes, it was a few months after. A pity a couple of the cameras weren't there to see me squatting in the men's place in Darrow. I tried to draw a picture of it up, like a sausage or something. I wonder they're not afraid going about, of getting a kick or a bang or something there. The woman is beauty. Of course that's admitted. When he said, when he said I could pose for a picture naked to some rich fellow in Fella Street, when he lost the job, lost the job in Helen, and I was selling the clothes and strumming in the coffee palace, would I be like that bath my hair down? With my hair down? Yes, she's younger. Or my little bit that dirty Spanish photos. Used they go about like that? I asked him about her, and that word meant something with hoses in it. And he, and he came, came out, out with some jawbreakers about the incarnation. He never, he never can, can explain a thing simply. The way a body can understand. Then he goes and burns the bottom out of the pan. All for his kidney. This one not so much. There's a mark of his teeth still where he tried to bite the nipple. I had to scream out. Aren't they fearful trying to hurt you? Aren't they fearful trying to hurt you? I had a great breast of milk with Millie. Enough for two. What was the reason of that? He said I could have got a pound a week as a wet nurse. All swelled out the morning that delicate-looking student that stopped in number 28 with the Citron's Penrose nearly caught me washing through the window, only for I snapped. 
snapped up the towel to my face. That was his student hurt me. They used to weaning her. Till he got Dr. Brady to give me the Belladonna prescription. I had to get him to suck them so hard. Sweeter and thicker than Then he wanted to milk me into tea. Well, he's beyond everything, I declare. Somebody ought to put him in the budget. If only I could remember the one half of the things and write a book out of it. The works of Master Poldy. Yes, and it's so much smoother, the skin. Much an hour he was at them. I'm sure by the clock. Like some kind of big infant I had at me. They want everything in their mouth. All the pleasure those men get out of a woman. I can feel, I can feel his, his mouth. mouth. Oh, oh, Lord, I must stretch myself. I wish I wished he was here or somebody to let myself go with. Come again like that. I feel all fire inside me. Dream it. Or if I could dream it. made me spend the second time. When he made me spend the second time tickling me behind him, I was coming for about five minutes with my legs round him. My legs round him. I had to hug him. I had to hug him. Lord, I wanted to show him all sorts of things. Fuck or shit or anything at all. Anything at all. Only not to look ugly. Those lines and strings. Who knows the way you take it? You want to feel your way with a man. They're not all like him. God. Some of them want you to be so nice about it. I noticed the contrast. He does it and doesn't talk. He does it and doesn't talk. I gave my eyes that my eyes that hair a bit easier. Tumbling in my tongue and my tongue between my lips. Up to him, the savage brute. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Oh, I can't wait till Monday. Wait till Monday. Whistling with strength, those engines have in them, like big giants in the water rolling all over and out of them all sides, like the end of love's old sweet song. The poor men that have to be out all the night for their wives and families in those roasting engines. Stifling it was today. It was today. I'm glad I burned the half of those old Freemans and photo bits. Leaving things like that lying about, he's getting very careless. And through the rest of them up in the WC. I'll get him to cut them tomorrow for me instead of having them for the next year. To get a few pens for them. Have them asking where's last January's paper on all those old overcoats I bundled out of the hall. Making the place hotter than it is. The rain was lovely and refreshing just after my beauty sleep. I thought it was going to get like Gibraltar. My goodness, the heat there before the Levanta came on black this night. And the glare of the rock, the standing, of the rock standing up in it. With the big giant compared with their three rock mountain, they think it's so great. With the red sentries here and there, the poplars. And they all white hot by the smell of the rainwater in those tanks. Watching the sun all the time, weltering down on you. Faded all, that lovely frock father's friend Mrs. Stanhope sent me from the B. Marsh Paris. What a shame, my dearest Alberina, she wrote on it. She was very nice. What's this her other name was? Just a PC to tell you I sent the little present. I've just had a jolly warm bath and feel a very clean dog now. Enjoyed it. Wogger. She called him Wogger. Would give anything to be back in Gibraltar. And here you seem waiting. And in Madrid. And Connie is the name of the 
those new. He bought me one of those new. Something more I couldn't make out. Amusing things, but tear for the least things. Still, they're lovely. I think, don't you? We'll always think of the lovely teas we had together. Scrumptious currant scones and raspberry wafers. I adore. Well now, dearest Starina, be sure and write soon. Kind, she left out. Regards to your father, also Captain Grove. With love, yours affectionately, Hester. XX. She didn't look a bit married. Just like a girl. He was years older than her walker. He was awfully fond of me. When he held down the wire with his foot for me to step over at the bullfight at La Lina, when that Matador Gomez was given the bull's ear, these clothes we have to wear. Whoever invented them, expecting you to walk up Killiney Hill. Then, for example, at the picnic, all stays up. You can't do a blessed thing in them in a crowd. Run or jump out of the way. That's why I was afraid when that other ferocious old bull began to charge the banderieros with the sashes and the two things in their hats. And the brutes of men shouting, "Bravo, Toro!" Sure, the women were as bad as the nice white men he is, ripping all the whole insides out of those poor horses. I never heard of such a thing in all my life. Yes, he used to break his heart at me. Yes, he used to break his heart at me taking off the dog barking and the lame poor brute, and it's sick. What became of them ever? I suppose they're dead long ago. The two of them. It's like all through a mist. Makes you feel so old. I made the scones, of course. I had everything all to myself then. A girl, Hester, used to compare our hair. Mine was thicker than hers. She showed me how to settle it at the back when I put it up, and what's this else? How to make a knot on a thread with the one hand. We were like cousins. What age was I then? The night of the storm, I slept in her bed, and she had her arms around me. Then we were fighting in the morning with the pillow. What fun! He was watching me whenever he got an opportunity. At the band of the Alameda Esplanade, when I was with Father and Captain Grove, I looked up at the church. First, and then at the windows, then down, and our eyes met. I felt something go through me like felt something go through me like all needles. My eyes were dancing. I remember after when I looked at myself in the glass, hardly recognized myself. The change. He was attractive to a girl, in spite of his being a little bald, intelligent, intelligent looking, disappointed and gay at the same time. He was like Thomas in the shadow of Eschlidiet. Had a splendid skin from the sun and excitement like a rose. I didn't get a wink of. It wouldn't have been nice on account of her, but I could have stopped it in time. She gave me the Moonstone to read. That was the first I read of Wilkie Collins. East Lynn, I read Shadow of Ashlidian. Henry Dunbar by that other woman I lent him afterwards with Mulvey's photo in it. So as you see, I wasn't without. And Lord Lytton, Eugene Aram, Molly Bond, she gave me by Mrs. Hungerford on account of the name. I don't like books with a Molly in them. Like that one he brought me about the one from Flanders. A whore, always shoplifting anything she could, cloth and stuff and yards of it. This blanket is too heavy on me. That's better. That's better. I haven't had one decent nightdress. This thing gets all rolled under me. Besides him and his fooling. That's better. That's better. I used to be weltering then in the heat. My shift drenched with the sweat stuck in the cheeks of my bottom on the chair. When I stood up, they were so fattish and firm. When I got up on the sofa cushions to see with my clothes up, and bugs and tons of tons of them at night, and the mosquito nets. I couldn't read a line. Lord, how long ago it seems? Centuries. Of course, they never came back, and she didn't put her address right on it either. 
She may have noticed her walker. People were always going away, and we never... I remember that day with the waves and the boats with their high heads rocking and the smell of ships. Those officers' uniforms, Those officers uniforms on shore leave made me seasick. He didn't say anything. He was very serious. I had the high-button boots on, and my skirt was blowing. She kissed me six or seven times. Didn't I cry? I believe I did, or near it. My lips were tatering when I said goodbye. She had a gorgeous wrap of some special kind of blue color on her for the voyage, made very peculiarly to one side like, and it was extremely pretty. It got as dull as the devil after they went. I was almost planning to run away and mad out of it somewhere, whenever easy. Father or aunt or marriage, waiting, always waiting, guide him to me, nor speeding, nor speed his flying dam. Their damn guns bursting and booming all over the shop, especially the Queen's birthday, and throwing everything down in all directions if you didn't open the windows when General Ulysses Grant, whoever he was or did, supposed to be some great fellow, landed off the ship. An old sprog, the consul, that was there for before the flood dressed up, poor, poor man, man, and he in mourning for the sun. Then the same then old bugles and reveille in the morning and drums rolling, and the, and the unfortunate poor devils of soldiers walking about with messed and smelling place more than the old long-bearded Jews in their jellies, and Levites assembly, and sound clear and gunfire for the men to cross the lines, and the warden marching with his keys to lock the gates, and the bagpipes, only Captain Groves and Father are talking about Rourke's drift, and Plevna and Sir Garnet Wolseley and Gordon at Khartoum, lighting their pipes for them every time they went out. Drunken old devil with his grog in the windowsill. Catch him leaving any of it. Picking his nose trying to think of some other dirty story to tell up in the corner. But he never forgot himself when I was there. Sending me out of the room on some blind excuse, paying his compliments. The Bushnell's whiskey talking, of course. But he'd do the same to the next woman that came along. I suppose he died of galloping drink ages ago. The days like years. Not a letter from a living soul. Except the odd few I posted to myself with bits of paper in them. So bored sometimes I could fight with my nails. Listening to that old air with one eye. This chaos of one eye. Hey-ya, 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 even in the opposite house, at medical in Hollis Street, the nurse was after. When I put on my gloves and hat at the window to show I was going out, not a notion what I meant. Aren't they thick? Never understand what you say. Even you'd want to print it up on a big poster for them. Not even if you shake hands twice with the left. He didn't recognize me either when I half frowned at him outside Westland Road Chapel. Where does their great intelligence come in? Come in, I'd like to know. Gray matter. They have it all in their tail, if you ask me. Those country gougers up in the city arms. Intelligence. They had a damn sight less than the bulls and cows they were selling the meat. And then the Coleman's bell, that noisy bugger trying to swindle me with the wrong bill he took out of his hat. What a pair of paws and paws and pots and pans and kettles to mend. Any broken bottles for a poor man today. And no visitors or post ever, except his checks or some advertisements, like that wonder worker like that wonder worker sent him addressed, dear madam, only his letter and the card from Millie this morning, see, she wrote a letter to him, 
Who did I get the last letter from? Oh, Mrs. Dwen. Now, what possessed her to write from Canada after so many years? To know the recipe. To know the recipe I had for Chloe Dillon, so she wrote to say she was married to a very rich architect. If I'm to believe, all I hear with an eight rooms. Her father was an awfully nice man. He was near 70. Always good humor. Well, well now, Miss Tweedy or Miss Gillespie, there's the piano. That was a solid silver, silver coffee silver service coffee he had, too, on the mahogany sideboard. And dying so far away. I hate people, I hate people that have always their poor story to tell. Everybody has their own troubles. That poor Nancy Blake died a month ago of acute pneumonia. Well, I didn't know her so well as all that. She was Chloe's friend more than mine. Poor Nancy. It's a bother having to answer. He always tells me the wrong things. And no stops to say like making a speech. Your sad bereavement, sympathy. I always make that mistake. And you with two W's in. I hope he'll write me a longer letter the next time. It's a thing he really likes me. He really likes me. Oh, thanks be to the great God I got somebody to give me what I badly want. Put some heart up into me. You've no chances at all in this place like you used long ago. I wish somebody would, I wish somebody would write me a love letter. His wasn't much. And I told him he could write what he liked. And I told him he could write what he liked. Yours, Yours ever, Hugh Boylan in old Madrid. That stuff silly women believe love is. Sighing, I am dying. Still, if he wrote it, I suppose there'd be some truth in it. True or no, it fills up your whole day in life. Always something to think about every moment. See it all around you like a world. I could, write I could write the answer in bed to let him imagine me. Short, just, Short, a, few just a few words. Not those not long cross letters Addie Dillon used to write to the fellow that was something in the four courts that jilted her after, out of the lady's letter writer, when I told her to say a few simple words he could twist. How he liked not acting with precipitancy, with equal candor, with the greatest earthly happiness. Answer to a gentleman's proposal affirmably. My goodness, there's nothing else. It's all very fine for them. But as a woman, they might as well throw you out in the bottom of the ash pit. Mulvey's was first when I was in bed that morning and Mrs. Rubio brought it in with the coffee. She stood there standing when I asked her to hand me and I pointing at them. I couldn't think of the word. A hairpin to open it with. Ah, Horkia! Disobliging old thing. And it's staring her in the face, with her switch of false hair on her and vein about her appearance, ugly as she was. Near eighty or a hundred her face, her face wrinkles. With all her religion domineering because she never could get over the Atlantic fleet coming in. Half the ships of the world and the Union Jack flying with all her carabineros, because four drunken English sailors took all the rock from them. Because I didn't run into mass often enough in Santa Maria to please her with her shawl up on her, except when there was a marriage on. Fell her miracles of the saints and her black blessed virgin with a silver dress and the sun dancing three times on Easter Sunday morning when the priest was going by with the bell bringing the Vatican to the dying. Bless herself for his majesty. And admire the sign. I near jumped out of my skin. I wanted to pick him up when I saw him follow me along the Calle Real in the shop window. 
Then he tipped me just in passing. But I never thought he'd write making an appointment. I had it inside my petticoat bodice all day, reading it up in every hole and corner while my father was up at the drill instructing to find out by the handwriting of the language of stamps. Singing, I remember And I wanted to put on the old stupid clock to near the time. He was the first man kissed me under the Moorish wall. My sweetheart, the a boy. It never entered my head what kissing meant till he put his tongue in my never entered my head what kissing meant till he put his tongue in my mouth. His mouth was sweet like yellow. I put my knee up to him a few times to learn the way. What did I tell him I was engaged for? For fun? To the son of a Spanish nobleman named Don Miguel de la Flor. And he believed me that I was to be married to him in three years' time. There's many a true word spoken in jest. There's a flower that bloometh. A few things I told him true about myself, just for him to be imagining the Spanish girls he didn't like. I suppose one of them wouldn't have him. I got him excited. He crushed all the flowers on my bosom he brought me. He couldn't count the pesetas and the paragordas till I taught him. Capoclean came from, he said, on the black water, but it was too short. Then the, day then the day before he left, May. May. Yes, it was May. Yes, it was May. An infant king of Spain was born. I'm always like that in the spring. I'd like a new fellow every year. Up on the tip top under the rock gun near O'Hare's Tower. I told him it was struck by lightning and all about the old Barbary apes they sent to Clapham without a tail careering all over the show on each other's back. Mrs. Rubio said she was a regular old rock scorpion, robbing the chickens out of the Insis farm and throw stones at you if you went in here. End of section 18A.